going on guys uh this is episode 17 of the 808s and bars podcast uh we got a packed house tonight for an album that we've wanted to talk about for a while um you know it's been super anticipated um for you know years now obviously i'm talking about Young Sinatra 4 by Logic. (laughs) (laughs) I made that joke on Twitter the other day, but I was like, I have to say it again on the pod. Um, I think that uh, it will be good just to go around and introduce everyone. We have Chris Branch here. Chris asked me like months ago when we started the podcast, he was like, if Carter 5 ever comes out, can I be on that podcast? And I was like, yes, absolutely. So Chris... What's going on? How are you, dude? Hey, Chris, man. are you our first? Yeah, are you I'm, our I'm first blue check mark to, to be come on, on the pod? Ooh, am Ooh. I the first verified guest? Damn, is that from when you used to work for Huffington Post? Yes, yes. They 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 had us all get verified, and I'm so thankful for it. Even though I tweet stupid shit all day, <laughs> this is the big time yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, you're eight away from bars, man. This is like, uh... <laughs> yeah, this is this is a big this is a big moment for us because now we have someone <laughs> with a blue check mark on. We'll put that in our bio um, on the on the Twitter account, uh, and then we also have here Patrick, aka Bromethazine. What's going on, bro? I'm good, How I'm are you? What's up, y'all? Thanks for having me on. This is like the only rap podcast I listen to, so it's a it's a pleasure and privilege to be here. Patrick, thank you, Hell brother. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I love you. I love you too, man. I was gonna, I was gonna say. I guess there's really only. It's like you either listen to us or you like Joe Budden. Uh, <laughs> and there's no in between. <laughs> um. So, so yeah. Uh, we're gonna dive right into Carter Five. Um, by Lil Wayne, which is the album we actually are gonna talk about. Um. So. To just kind of, I guess, get everyone up to speed. Everyone who listens to this podcast probably knows that Carter Five has been delayed for for years now. Apparently, there's been multiple variations of this album. Um, we we were, were we were talking about it before, and we were saying that we kind of want to guess what era certain songs are from because there are certain songs on here, like the ongoing joke. Before, Travis Scott made a tweet uh, saying that uh, "Let It Fly." Well, well not. Not he, not let it fly itself, but that he had recorded those songs way and he crazy gets out. So this might it might be let it fly. This was maybe like four years ago. That, yeah, that, that, tweet, mean, that, that tweet was in 2014. Yeah, so that was four years yeah. ago, um, which is when which is when the first singles came out. Believe me, uh, which yeah. was and do say I I believe came out right after that, um, and then. Also, you have, uh, you know, before the album was even released, I think the ongoing joke on Twitter was that, like, you know, this is going to be, like, all produced by, like, Lex Luger, Hit Boy, and um, have an odd future posse cut is what I said. Uh, Jason, I can't remember what you're – you had a few good ones The guy said there that he's well. going to talk about LeBron going to the Cavs a second time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at so, least you got an Ashanti feature for your predictions. Yeah, which is something that was very strange that I did want to bring up on here. There are a lot of – I think the, a good way to start this is to kind of just, like, ask, like, Chris, were your expectations for this album lower or were they at the same – like, 
Wayne hasn't been Wayne for quite some time now. I think that is the, the consensus. Most most people agree that he hasn't released, uh, you know, music that has been up to his own standard that he set last decade at the end of last decade specifically. Um, and then, you know, so like, were your expectations lower for this or were they higher just because it is a Carter album or, you know, what did you expect coming Dude. into it? I had no idea. I mean, I, I wrote down these random things like, yes, I thought it's way too long, just as every album is these days, it feels like. But like, I was thinking about it. I was walking around this the other day. And like, how many songs do you think you recorded? Like 100, 200? Oh, 200, 300, easy. Yeah. Like, like what, I don't even know what I would do if I was him, if I had 200, 300 songs in the bank. And like, 23 probably feels like a short album to him to, to, Depending on how long he took on it, so it's a good point. I mean, he's what? recorded so much that he's put on stuff like Dedicated to Six. I mean, imagine how many pauses he puts. Yeah, on. He, how many pauses he's had? He's had Sorry for the Week too. He's had. You remember he had that free Weezy album on Title? Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's probably recorded. Yeah, like you know, like Pat just said, maybe two hundred, three hundred the past what, like two years. So I mean, I mean, he had the Two Chains album not that long. Yeah, ago. right. That's two, right, Kylie Wolf. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. When, when that came out, I was like, is this just Carter 5 and Wayne saying, fuck you to Birdman? Like, <laughs> all the two chains? There was definitely a little bit you... of that. Like, I may not be able to record under your umbrella, but I can still fucking put out an album. Which right. is really a genius move um, on his part. I and it was good. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it was, was a good album. Was yeah, it was solid. a good album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, him and yeah. Chains have great chemistry. So, I mean, and that's just you saw on the album. So, yeah, I think that um, a lot of people's expectations were all over the place. I didn't really know what to expect either, just because it's like, you know, Wayne hasn't put out an official album in quite some, uh, an official solo album in quite some time. Uh, Carter Four was probably the last one that everyone paid attention to. I mean, you know, he's had a few since then. He had I, I Am Not a Human Being too. Um, he had, he, he's had some, For a good yeah, reason. He had, he, Trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Outside of, funny enough, the only good song on that album really was uh, was Rich as Fuck with 2 Chains. Yeah. Um, and now you get to, you know, years later. Um, I think the thing about this album is, you know, like you said, there's a lot of songs. There's a lot of, it's a mixed bag for sure. And I think figuring out where the songs are recorded are going to be, are going to be interesting. But like Patrick, what did you think of this album when you first heard it? And like, what do you think about it now that it's been a few days since it came out? I definitely had like, I don't know whether my expectations were lower or higher, but they were definitely adjusted, if that makes sense. Like, as someone who's yep. been listening to Wayne since basically I started listening to rap and who has like kind of more than just a musical, but also like a personal, you know, who considers the man like one of my favorite musicians. Like I wanted it to be a good album, uh, you know, on the level of, hey, this is what I'm listening to, like, you know, uh, and I think it's dope, but I also wanted it to be, I wanted it to fit into, you know, his discography as a whole, because obviously you look at the wealth of, unre of you know, um, non-commercial stuff, uh, you know, dedication to Drought 3, uh, No Ceilings, and those are incredible albums, but they're not, you know, retail albums, uh, so when I grade it, I don't know if I grade it on a higher curve or a lower curve, uh, but it's definitely adjusted, and I was happy in both uh, senses. I wanted a, you know, a, at least a good album, and it's definitely a good album, if not very good. Uh, and 
uh, as an entry in the Carter series, it definitely like lived up to what I wanted. I think it's solidly better than Carter uh, four, which was like the low point of the series to me. So I'm really happy with yes, what, yes. Uh, what Wayne was able to deliver. And like, no. go ahead. Yeah, like, why do you guys think that it's so much better than Carter Four? Because I've I've been hearing everyone say that. I mean, I think that most people that love Wayne think think that Carter Four was that low point in terms of his retail, and especially for the Carter series. So, uh, so Jason, why do you think it, it is uh, you know an improvement? At so, least? because the Carter Four, what makes it even passable is the guest feature. So, like, you got Nas is on that, Buster's on that, Andre's on three yeah, stacks, Andre's yeah. On that. Uh, Legend has a really good hook on on so special. Uh, T Pain's on that, and it's really not a video about Wayne. You know what I mean? And C five Wayne shows up in a way that he doesn't on C four. So that's why I think you see that people like C five better, which is which is fair. I mean, C four is definitely the low point of his. It's not the low point of his career because I am not a human being too. It's probably the low point of his career. Again, <laughs> that's not his worst album, but C four is the low point of the Carter series. What about Reborn? Oh, Rebirth. Oh, oh yeah. my God. No, yeah, we don't yeah, even yeah. talk Rebirth. about that yeah, one. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it? Was that when like Kid Rock taught him how to play guitar? Like, isn't that just the worst sentence you've ever <laughs> heard? Kid Rock teaching Lil Wayne to play guitar, and he makes a whole album out of it. Oh my it's God! It's definitely one of the worst albums well, ever made. I, I thought it was I like Travis. I, I thought it was like Travis Barker who taught him how to like do shit like that. Oh, that's probably. I, I think I read a story at the time that like he learned from Kid Rock, and I'm sure Travis Barker had a lot to do with it. But like, I just that stuck with me. That's like Kid Rock taught Lil Wayne to make an album, and he did it. And like, why did this ever happen? Well, I that's think why. That, that's the uh, problem. The first problem is that he listened to Kid Rock for anything. That's the first problem. Yeah, I mean, I think that, it, that, it, that if 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 he talked to Kid Rock, that would explain his uh, comments on that racism doesn't exist. Um, yeah, because yeah. Kid, Kid Rock also shares that sentiment. I didn't know that. If that is true, that's uh, that's horrific. That's the smoking, but, uh, yeah, that's also... the smoking gun about rebirth. Uh, <laughs> which one? <laughs> it also is not a hip hop album, so I think uh, yeah, yeah. a lot of people uh, yeah, don't people, even put it uh, put it in there yeah, with his other stuff. Forgot it, and it's not a hip hop album where that he's incorporating other stuff. It's straight up him trying to be a rock artist, straight up. Um, whereas like beautiful right. girls is thug incorporating what he does with uh, acoustics and, and things of that nature. So, I mean, that's why I think you see that, yeah. Yeah, different sounds. All right, so Chris, uh, what were your impressions? I know you're like, Chris is, you're from New Orleans, right? I'm actually, I'm, I'm so I'm from Baton Rouge. Um, okay, but I live, got you. I've lived you in live New Orleans in- for, the, for the past four years. So, like, basically, Lil Wayne was my first rap love and forever will be. And then it's like, a couple years after that, Boosie came out and like Kevin Gates and Webby and all that stuff. So like Wayne has been probably my biggest influence. Um, your, fir- your first love. Yeah. yeah your first yeah. rap love. And yeah. And I mean, it makes sense growing up in Louisiana. So like you being, you know, this huge Wayne stand, especially growing up, what do you think about Carter five just up front? And then, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the songs later. What did you like about it? What did you not like about it? I just, I just love that. He sounded like energetic and in a good way. Like when you go back to like Carter four and then all like the shit in between, it's like, it's like, you know, he's just like leaned out on a couch, like talking about how many wordplay he can do with the word shit, which I got tired of (laughs) after like 75 songs. And like, you thought he was going to like actually die like at some point and it was just kind of multiple times like, yeah he actually sounds happy like like dedicate st- stands out to me as one song that i was like 
look at this bromance between Two Chains and Wayne. Like it's beautiful. I loved it. I that's actually one I didn't hear anyone talking about that song, and that was I that was like that kind of served as like the real intro to the album. Uh, I mean, don't cry. I don't know what you guys thought about I that was, one. I, I wanted to bring that up because, like, a, a point I made in my overall thought. I wish he like, didn't use that guy in the hook. But I wish he didn't use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I wish, yeah. Yeah. I, I wish and, he would have re-recorded the hook even because, yeah. like, some some of the, the bridge stuff that Wayne did with X in there was cool. But, like, I was just like, I, I agree, he doesn't yeah. need it. Like, it wasn't, like, this incredible X feature that he was like, I'm going to let the art speak for itself. It's just, like, yeah, it's him just, whining, don't cry. Right. It, 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 was, it, it was clearly a leftover. Clearly, and then it yeah, was it's clearly a, 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 uh, a song to try to, like, bridge way into, like, young people. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we have X on this album. This is uh, an album that young people are going to listen to. Yeah. But it's, and it's, like, the yeah. second song in the but album. Like, what way, the hell? But like, you're a little way. You don't need to do that shit, you know? So Exactly. And it's the it's the real first song. I mean, the, the, the spoken right. word intro by his mom isn't even really Ms. a song. Ms. So, great on this album. <laughs> so, so, like, and the, the weird thing about it is, like, I feel like he put that song on there just so he could have that pun about, like, put an XXX tension on my afterlife, rest in paradise, which is like, a, it's fine. Mean, if you, other than the fact, other than the fact that XXXTentacion was not a, a good person. And, you know, I don't know if he's necessarily resting in paradise right now, but um, yeah, I mean, I think it was an, uh, it was an odd, like kind of weird intro to the album, but then you get back to dedicate and like, to me, as you said, like the chains, the, the, the chains relationship, the, uh, you know, I thought that sounded like him really in his comfort zone on there, yes. just floating all over that track. Um, so Jason, um, we haven't really got your thoughts on it. Um, did you, did you like it? Did you not like it? What, what was your overall thoughts? There are some problems I do have with it. Wayne seems to be more concerned with showing people that he can rap really well, as opposed to making great rap songs. However, it just makes sense. However, it's just good to see him back, man. Like, he, you yeah. know, he, 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 he's energetic on it. He's passionate. The bars aren't lazy. You can tell that he really wrote this as if, like, he was trying to, as if it was C2. You know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. love him on, on Dope Niggas with Snoop. I mean, the, when they the Ooh, that song is so good. It's so good. When the ex- it's so that good. That might be the best. It's up there. It's up there. It, it's my personal favorite. Uh, when the explosive beat comes, you can... Uh, feel like Wayne, his, his flow sharpens. It, it, it switches right into that flow. And you could imagine him if he was like on that song in 2001. You know what I mean? Or uh, 99, rather. Sorry. It's, it's quite 2001. 1999 is when the song actually came out. So, um, I, 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 I'm just happy. I mean, I, I mean that's, a, that's a weird thing to say, but, <laughs> but it, it really, it, it, it really is, it brought, brought him back for me, you know? And um, it's, it's good. It's, it's good to have Wayne back. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that tends to be even the consensus of everyone online. Maybe if this isn't, you know, a classic album, if this isn't a, uh, you know, one, if it isn't the best Carter, even in the top two or three, it is good to see him back in a place where he, like you said, I think he's having, he's having a little bit more fun. Right. He, he's doing, he's just kind of more care, carefree. And, I'm glad that we and then like, think about this album as being solid or like very good as opposed to like the whole classic yep. or yep. trash uh, 
uh, thing that we do. I mean, that's a con, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, 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 yeah. There's there's a very hard binary on this podcast. You're either it's either classic or trash. No, but in 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 actuality, what you what you really do get out of Wayne on here, um, I think is some of his best rapping in years. I do tend to agree with Jason that he kind of gets caught up with the rhyme schemes and he gets caught up with make like I remember at one point. This is the like, most stupid the escort Eminem I've ever heard Wayne. <laughs> Yeah, like just becoming obsessed with the, you know, how he says things and and what and what he's saying as opposed to actually crafting good songs. I tend to agree with that a little bit at times. Other times, I think that it's some of the most unique and like throwback stuff that I've heard from Wayne, and it's it's actually really interesting. But like the song like Uproar at the beginning, which is by the way like the most Swiss beats fucking beat I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's, it's extremely Swiss. It's literally like <laughs> the definition of a Swiss beat. Which is unfortunate because and, I got a lot of songs in Swiss. He actually sounds kind of <laughs> awesome. Like I do want to, usually I don't want to hear the producer yelling, but like, wait, around midway, <laughs> I know. I'm like, yes, say your piece. Like, yeah, no, he's, he's ruined two of my favorite albums with that. So uh, I like late, late 90s like Swiss that I never heard a peep out of and I didn't know what he looked like. It's great. <laughs> 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 but, but I know what he looks uh, like and I always hear him talk. <laughs> Oh my god. So, yeah, like on that song specifically, like there's one part where like he's flown really well and he, he's got this crazy flow going on, right? But he says like my goonie goons the gooniest. Like he's literally <laughs> just saying things, which is funny, but it's also like he's just saying things for the sake of right. Which, is, which can be fine, but in the I find in the first half of the album, I don't know what you guys thought and like I know Patrick and uh Chris mentioned that they created, uh, or Chris at least said that he created his own version of the album, like, because it's 2018 and every, you know, album is fucking longer than every movie you ever have seen in your life, except for The Godfather. Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, I think that there is, um, oh, I'm sorry, that Goonie Goons the Goonies, the Looniest was on Let It Fly, which is the next song, but he does the same thing on both songs where he's using this rhyme scheme to it. But, but you know, kind of getting to, like, what I saw most people's consensus on this album was the fact that I think that people really liked the first half and they didn't like the second half as much. And I can't tell if that is because the album's just too long or, like, the first half is really that much better than the second half because I actually preferred the second half. I think it's I think pure fatigue. Half... I'm, I'm with you, yeah, it I is. think the second half is yeah. a good deal stronger than the, uh, than the first half. Yeah, and I think it's it's kind of going back to what we were talking about before with Jason saying, like, I think the second half he is crafting songs better. Like, he's he's mm-hmm. creating songs that have less ge- – like, the first half has some really generic hooks. It has the, the rapping for the sake of rapping. Like, the song Famous, which, don't get me wrong, it's really cool. He put his daughter on the song, and she yep. has a great voice. But, like, that is one of the most generic hooks I've ever heard in my life. It reminded me of Airplanes by B.O.B. I just don't know. like – like, I don't like those kind of hooks. I don't think that, and that can't be broken is another one that, like, sounds like it was just, like, copied and pasted from an EDM song. The song went, like, all right, can we talk about the Kendrick song? Because that might have been the most disappointing song on the whole yes! album. <laughs> Man, I don't, know, I don't know what to think about that song. I, I've gone back and forth on it, man. Like, I... Like it's it's so weird. Here's my problem. It, it's it's supposed to take your breath away, and then like you listen twice, and it's like does Here's it? my problem. Here's yeah. my problem with Kendrick's Kendrick's guest features. He abandons the guest feature 
to sound good in order for it to for or, or in order for him to win. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Whereas he's done that he's done before. before. Whereas, um, for example, he has a verse on Don Kennedy's "We Ball." This is I, I forgot the fucking year. Um, might be like 2011. I, I, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. But um, he's got a verse on, on Don Kennedy's song "We Ball." It's great. I mean, it, it's it's a great flow. He's kind of singing with the beat. It, it's fantastic. And then you go with. Uh, for example, his verse on Love Game, which is, I'm trying to up Eminem. It's not, yeah. I'm trying to make a, a guest verse that sounds good. And he's, or the song yeah. better. Or make, right, or, yeah, no, that, that's probably the best way to put it, or make the song better. Um, and he doesn't do that on here, and he didn't do that on on, on, uh, on Love Game, on Marshmallow's OP2. So, uh, it, he's done it a few yeah. times where he gets caught up with these now, voices I, and like. Yeah, now I love control, so I'm not going to say that control is part of it, but he does do those voice on control, but it works on control because of the uh, the bestiality nature of the of the verse and, and him calling out the competition. It was a moment that mattered. So, in good faith, I can't be like that is also a part of it, but yeah. Yeah. You, he he, kind of set the stage on that really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's let's be real. He definitely like wrote this verse right after he wrote Control. Probably it's so so old. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, I was waiting. For, I was waiting for LeBron's first title uh, uh, rhyme. <laughs> one time champion, LeBron. <laughs> I got one ring like LeBron. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so what I like, what I really kind of, and like, don't get, you guys know, like you've listened to the podcast, Jason's on every episode. I'm a Kendrick Stan, but I even can admit that the guy gets carried away with the voices, like, and to the point where it like, it's suffocating. It's, it's trying to be too artsy and experimental when you're given a small amount of time. I think the reason it works better on his solo songs is because he has time to flesh out the ideas and he has time to flesh out. He can use it on one verse, and then the next verse he goes to a different voice, and he can do beat switches, and he can have a little bit more creative control over everything. Whereas here, it's like he has, he has like, uh, I mean, probably like, what, 20 to 30 bars, maybe more than that. It's kind of a long verse. But, yeah. but he goes back and forth. He uses, like, four different voices. In the first half, I'm like, okay, he's building up to something, right? He's going, mm-hmm. like, into this, and then he gets into that, like, weird little, like, he's, like, in your ears kind of flow halfway through. And then it turns into this, like, squealing and screaming, and it just loses me about halfway through the verse. And, like, I understand he's trying to tell a story, but, like, to me, that I just did not fuck with that. Uh, I thought the funniest thing I saw about the whole thing was Alphonse from Pitchfork, his tweet about mm-hmm. it, where he said, the song sounds like it was made for Madden 2011. <laughs> 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 Alphonse, man. Alphonse, if you listen to me, love you, brother. <laughs> that was so fucking... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and... And I also thought that, like, Wayne was decent, but, like, to me, it was, like, he didn't really match the energy of the beat. There was too much going on. I don't know. I just didn't think that song was very good at all. And considering it was made to be this, like, epic song that, like, blows everyone away, like Chris said, like, I was just very underwhelmed by this and and hugely disappointed because I think that a lot of people don't realize that Lil Wayne's probably, I would say there are a few rappers that heavily influence Kendrick Lamar. I would say it's probably like, it's really like Tupac, Eminem, Lil Wayne, and Andre 3000. That's probably like, I think the, Wayne yeah, the, that's only... probably like the main four. Yeah. yeah, that would be, honestly, that might even be the Mount Rushmore that Kendrick himself would say. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's impossible and to like, imagine like 
modern rap in the year of our Lord, like 2018, without Wayne's influence. Like, <laughs> think about like the That's work great. ethic, yeah, the, the work ethic, the mixtape, you know, the, just the absolute like golden mixtape run. We wouldn't have Thug, we wouldn't have Future, we Future. wouldn't have Gucci, we yep. wouldn't have Lil Uzi. Nope. Like, it is I, yep. inconceivable I to imagine rap without Wayne. So I, I think at this that. level, he doesn't have much to prove, you know? Yeah, he doesn't. True. Right. I will say that I think that Fifth has actually has not gotten the respect he deserves for his mixtape run. Because, like... Who does uh, 50, 50? 50? Because... Right. My... Yeah. Well, it's probably because it was before he was who he is. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is... Which is yeah, fair. Wayne was, like, doing it right. while the Carters were coming yeah, out. Yeah, he was doing it. Yeah, That's exactly. True, but, but, uh, you hear, like, he invented a mixtape game. I was like, hold on a second. I mean, Fifth was coming out with those catches back, yeah. like, before... Yeah, true. Before the, before the gunshots, yeah, and then... Yeah, yeah, before the gunshots happened, and then afterwards he, you know, whatever, whatever yeah. happened with Eminem and blah, but um, yeah, those mixtape runs—they're—they're they're seminal. I mean, there's no one's gonna ever—it's never gonna happen again. So to me, they're the best mixtapes anybody's made. Like the Drought Three is my personal yep. favorite mixtape of all. Yeah, time. what's your favorite? What's y'all's favorite Wayne project? Let's get this out on the table now because I think it's an interesting illustration of uh, how people approach the music. Okay, I have to say that I am, I'm not, like, I've never been, like, like, Wayne's never been my favorite rapper. He's probably never, never even been in my top How five out. He's never been in my top five out, even, to be Ooh. honest. I, and I think that it Jesus. was, it, but it all has to do with timing, really, because, <laughs> because when I was, when Lil Wayne was at the peak of his powers, the height of his popularity, I was a fucking 90s rap asshole. Like, I was <laughs> into... Rapidly rap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I was pretty much only to like survival of the fittest. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was the dickhead. Yeah, listening to like drop a gem on him and talking about like anytime a a diss song would come out, be like, bro, it's not as good as drop a gem on him though. Like <laughs> I was insufferable. <laughs> You you were well, like yeah. in middle school being like, Oh, you like Lil Wayne? Have you ever heard Wu Tang? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> so yeah, I will I was in high school when Wayne was at like real I would say like high school into college. So during those years I was a huge asshole about that. It didn't really come until later that I grew to appreciate him. It's kind of in the same thing with the young thug thing where like I've talked about it on here before, where like at first I kind of like just like played it off as like whatever, it's some mainstream bullshit. But then when I actually dove deeper, I understood the impact, the influence, and I also enjoyed so so my my opinion on things isn't quite as significant as a Wayne stands, but my, my favorite project by him is Carter Two, because I think it's his most polished. I think it's his most I, I like Wayne when he does those freestyle projects. And I like I cherry pick like my favorite song from them, but from front to back, Carter Two has always been my my favorite project would, by him. But take take that with a I probably go. Uh, I I probably do two categories. So I'd go mixtape and then I go retail. For a retail Wayne project, I'd probably go Carter One. Carter Two has better rapping, but Carter One's got Manny on it, man. Manny's like the uh, he's like mm-hmm. he's like yep. the closest. Yep. I mean, yep. he's, like, <laughs> he's like, Talk to him. you know what I mean? Like having Manny, it's just like having Manny fresh with you, it's, uh, it's everything. You know what I mean? It's an earthquake. So I I'd probably go C One, and then um, mixtapes. I'll just go drop three. I mean, Doe is what I got. Stupid. <laughs> he stole everybody's beats. Like upgrade, it, it, upgrade and, he, and and he he murdered everybody. It was that was the yeah, best part it, of it. Stupid. I mean, he took everyone's song and made it his song. No one cares about showing me what you got now. It's dope. It's dope is what I got. 
So, I mean, and Jay-Z said it himself, mixtape Weezy. So, I mean, uh, uh, for me, the top three is, we'll never see him better than that. that is, he was on fire, legitimately. And, and, and beyond... He was uh, Curry, he was Curry he... in 2016, kid you not. It really was. <laughs> but, like, beyond even, like, the pure volume of the music that was being released, like, the actual music has had an, an, an insane influence. And I think what Patrick brought up is, like, that he has nothing left to prove is kind of why I think I had readjusted my expectations for this album. And the more that I listen to it, the more I think that, uh, you know, like he's done everything that he's going to do in terms of like changing the game in terms of like really spitting his ass off and like, you know, kind of killing people on their own shit. Um, and now he can kind of sit back, relax, make the music that he wants to make. But also this song has some shit on here where I felt like I was listening to like Wayne from 10 years ago. Like there were some tracks on here where I was like, this is maybe not quite as good, but like bad as close as you're going to get for a guy that's now 10 years later in his career. You know, he's still only 36, which is surreal. But he's been in the game Uh, for 20 years at this point, which is more than over. Over. Yeah. I was, I was a kid with hot. I had the hot boys album when I was like eight years old and I'm 28. So, I mean, yeah, that was like, I, I, he, if you want to include his career as a whole, like, He's been around for forever. Like, that's why it doesn't really feel real that he is so, uh, you know, he's so young still. He still just turned 36 the day that this album dropped. Um, so now, like, I think what we can talk about, Jason, you mentioned you mentioned uh, Manny Fresh, right? Like, Manny Fresh shows up on here twice. I, um, I love in it. Terms of I, I, I love it. I fucking love it. Start This Shit Off Right, He's On There, which was the song with Ashanti, which was probably the weirdest feature that I've heard on an album this year. <laughs> yeah, did not uh, expect at first, that at all. At I wanna, first, I, wanna... I thought he was just going to have her sing, like, do that humming at the beginning, <laughs> and then she actually had a hook later. But that, to me, that song was, like, the weak part of the second half of the album. Although, like, I thought although this... we stand for Ashanti in my household, you guys are absolutely correct, unfortunately. <laughs> And she wasn't even, like, the worst part of the song. I thought that, like, the hook was fucking terrible on that song. when he, Or, the, or at least the lead-in. We got badass bitches. Bitches outside. They some sad-ass bitches just over and over. That was... That was terrible. <laughs> I think they, I think they wasted the Manny Fresh beat, man. I was a little bummed about yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's what like, I agreed too. Yeah, I thought the beat was decent, but I thought it sounded a little bit outdated. I, I thought I that. I wonder how different rap history is if Wayne has Manny throughout his run, right? So imagine. Okay, okay. Can I can, can I can I go back to your point, Jason, and have my little thesis that I've had for years? It's about Manny Fresh, and to me, like growing up with like cash money juvie and everything to me like to your point i think the carter one is his best album because it's almost like the crystallization and the peak of like the cash money sound where like i love juvie i love all those dudes but like wayne the best rapper rapping over the like these christine pristine manny fresh beats is just like beautiful like 400 degrees it's beautiful and like Wait, what? Is better than anything Wayne's done. Uh, we can talk debatable. About it. I don't know. I, I mean, is, I you can talk about uh, the you can talk about like, the impact of hot and everything, uh, but like, I don't. <laughs> the thing about it is like Juvie. The thing about it was Juvie was so charismatic that like people in New York were like, "Oh my god!" And the thing he opened yeah. the door for like for for Wayne being a national superstar. 
basically, from New Orleans. I I, I won't dispute that at yeah. all. I, but I, I, I think Wayne is a better natural MC, absolutely. But I, I don't know if he, I don't know if C1 is the best thing Cash Money did because. Well, maybe maybe it was like the best like mutation of the Cash Money because when you when you talk about Cash Money records, it's it's Juvie, it's Manny, it's Turk, and like Wayne when he it's, was yeah, a teenager PG, and his yeah, Birdman, yeah. and like and then it's like he, they all like graduated and all of a sudden Wayne's like nineteen, still young but he's still amazing. And then the Carter Two, while great, lost that a little bit. I think the Carter Two is Wayne trying to be a little bit more serious at times. I think the Carter Two is Wayne. Um, he still has a lot. It's of, still super and, fun. I mean, hit him up. Is, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, Fireman was one of his first hits as a solo artist. Um, beyond like, I think Go DJ and then Fireman. Now, like the the thing that like on here that I think that w- there is a little bit of. Like, I think it kind of goes back to Patrick's point again, where it's like, what does he have to prove kind of like, there's a lot of times on here where I feel like it's just, it's the old Wayne and nothing more. And I think that that can be fine, but like for an album that we've waited now over four years for, I could understand why people would want a little bit more. I think that if anyone were to come into this album with different expectations, I mean, I kind of came in with like, incredibly low expectations i know that i heard that at one point this album was going to have like edm beats from like 2011 yeah it doesn't bear thinking about oh which is probably Uh, no it's 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 a great thing that that never wayne's racking over like washington leftovers (laughs) yeah i mean i don't wayne featured skrillex (laughs) yeah yeah exactly which, weirdly enough, I actually think Skrillex is a better hip-hop producer than he is an electronic producer, but that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> he, ruined, um, he ruined the song on, on Asa Rocky's first album, and I'll never forgive him for it. Oh, I don't like that one, but that's a very dubby electronic <laughs> song. He doesn't always do those. Okay, okay. He, has fair, other, fair, fair. he has other ones with the game. and. Shit. Don't get Porter started. Yeah, yeah, don't get me going. But yeah, no, there are like, but like, like I said, I think I heard a lot of people say in the first half, and I think it is, like you said, the fatigue thing. The second half has some of the coolest, most unique unique Wayne songs I've heard in a while. Uh, the ones that stu- stood out to me in terms of like, I love Demon. I thought oh, Demon was crazy. Like, yeah, bro, that yes. song is crazy good. And I was listening like, once again, I was listening back through and I was like, this is uh, like, th- like I said, that was like old Wayne to me, but it was still had like a little bit like the beat was made by uh, which who have made two of my favorite instrumentals this year. They made Summer by Jay-Z and Beyonce off of their album, and they've made this one incredibly smooth. Wayne's rapping is crazy, super unique approach. Like, his flow over that organ part at the beginning and then in the bridge. Like, I I loved his vocals on that song. I thought it was super catchy. I'm like, I, I thought that one was dope. I thought Dope New Gospel was incredible. I thought that, um, I thought, I love when rappers can flip gospel beats without making it sound like, like straight up gospel like chance the rapper does sometimes um yeah. like uh like it's a gospel sample of our trap beat which is a unique thing to do but it it reminded me a little bit of no problem which lil wayne was on but it, the beat isn't as in your face so it kind of allows wayne to like really control the track and flow no all problem is the best song in coloring book by the way i think yeah. so too i yeah, agree i agree 
I would say I'll put it top two or three. I don't know if it's 100% the best, but I like that song. But, um, but yeah, like, I think, like, Jason, I know Jason's guys on here, Zaytoven. Um, I thought the production, yeah. while it was kind of all I, over the, the place, was, was mostly solid. Yeah, I mean, the reason why I love Zay is because his chemistry with Future reminds me of Manny's chemistry with Wayne. Mm-hmm. There you yeah, go. I mean, uh, Zay's, Zay's beat in terms of, on this album, in terms of what he's done with Future and other artists, is not like, great? It's just, like, above average, but it's good to see him on it, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, and 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 it, it didn't sound like a Zaytoven beat that we're used to. It didn't have no, any it didn't. piano. It was a little bit more electronic, a little bit more. Um, I don't even know how to put it. Really, it was just yeah, different. I, mean, I didn't Zaytoven expect was one it. Of the more versatile uh, producers of this decade. He's one of my favorite producers of this decade. It could. Well, I've only heard his songs with Future, and I think they almost all sound the same. So I didn't think that they. I didn't. I, I intentionally. I, I didn't think that they that he had that range. So I thought it was cool to see him extend out of you know that comfort zone that he's had with Future. And I I'll have to listen to some more of his stuff. But I I, I enjoyed that one. I thought the beat on um really good. I mean Wayne's probably does Wayne have the best beat selection of any rapper? Like I I don't want to say ever, but maybe in in the past ten fifteen no, years. No, because Ross he's he he's, be- he's the best rapper. Like in terms like, of over Rupert his Ross over has the, the best beat selection, right? Yeah, like I can think, we agree I, yeah, on that? I think, uh, the past of this decade, we'll, we'll go by this decade. Ross has the best beat selection this decade. Every Ross beat sounds yeah, I, so expensive. It sounds like it money. Sounds it sounds <laughs> exactly. It sounds like money. It legitimately sounds like like. Legitimately, like it sounds kind of just like I paid millions for this shit, and you will like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he got that beat from like the Taj Mahal or some shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, there's no one who doesn't like Ross beat selection wise. I mean, his ear is impeccable. I, 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 I haven't listened to enough of his stuff to really comment his, on that, but I'll, is, I'll have his, to. I'll yeah, dig his ear it. is impeccable. I mean, it, it's yeah. It is. It, honestly, it might okay, be better so, than Jay-Z. Like, it's impeccable. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I think that Wayne, uh, obviously, you know, this decade, it, it, we, we've said it before on here. Some people said they like Dedication 6. Some people said they like Moments of the I really like Dedication 6, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was okay, way yeah, solid, I, way underrated. Yeah, yeah. Personally? Re- reloaded, uh, reloaded specifically. I mean, his verse on Family Food is, is it's crazy. Fantastic. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Personally, my favorite Wayne ever is Dedication 2, which I think is something of an yes. unpopular answer. But to me, it's just like the perfect sweet spot of... Oh, Canon is... is oh, so I think Sports stupid. Center is maybe... Like, if, if you put a gun to my head and ask me to name my favorite rap song, like, I might just say Sports Center. But Sports like... Center, yeah, Sports I, <laughs> it's, oh it's unbelievable. It's superlative. And like, on the last half, I agree with you. Porter, on the last half of this album, I hear some songs that, like, you could put on Dedication to, and I'd be like, yeah, this fucking works. Like, Demon is just crazy. It's so imaginative. The flow almost, like, is so uh, incongruous with, like, the beat that it, like, works even more than if he just flowed on beat. Like, the the second verse of Perfect Strangers, where he just absolutely takes off, and, like, uh, it's really just jaw-dropping. And he sounds like he's having fun. And that's what made uh, Carter Four yep. really frustrating is that it sounds like he was an album he was putting out 
you know, to not lose relevance, to not lose his legacy. And now right. he's now he just actually sounds like he's really having fun making rap songs. And like that's all I want to hear because when Wayne is having fun on a song, I don't think uh, I don't think there's a rapper that I like listening to more. I wouldn't call Wayne the goat ever, but I would absolutely call him my favorite rapper ever. And I'm like, I'm going to be listening to him when I'm like 80 and like in the nursing home and I'm still going to be bopping off. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> as you, being dedicated. That's yeah, a great way to put it. Should. I mean, he's had a great career and he really has. Um, you can't, you can't deny that his influence on young kids and influence on the game and young rappers. I mean, it just, it's ridiculous how much every rapper owes to Wayne. A lot of rappers really owe to Wayne. And, um, I thought that the features on here, I thought that that would have been reflected a little bit more. I know him and Thug don't get along. By the way, uh, Thug's acting like I wish they did. Like an asshole. Can I be honest? He's acting like a jerk. He tweeted after the uh, like, the, the Carter Five drop that uh, he was releasing Barter Seven shut soon. Up, bro. Like, like and he did it. You can't commit to the bit and just not do it. Like, come on. Like, right. if you're going to be an asshole. Go all out. He just posted like a bunch of shit and then like disappeared. So I'm I'm very disappointed what? in Thug, especially because you didn't commit to yeah, the bit. Thug is yeah. Jerry is like the absolute like next evolutionary step in Wayne. And like I really want to live in the universe where they got along and Wayne was able to hang Oh, I mean, imagine Thug, if you know it yep. breaks my heart. Yep. It literally makes me sad. I get yeah, bummed out. I mean, imagine if Wayne could have been on Beautiful Thug and Girls. I, it's oh. just it, it, it it's it's frustrating, you know, and um, yeah, I mean, sacrifices yep. sound, sacrifices for as brilliant as divert his sorry, uh, his verse sacrifices rather. Um, no matter how brilliant it sounds, and no matter how much of a god MC he is on it, um, he owes some of that to Wayne. I mean, Wayne's been doing verses like that since what 1998 or 19 or whatever. So, I mean, it's unfortunate. Do you do y'all remember that song that came out that was it was it was probably a Carter Five leak called Take Care with Thug? I did I know that they do have a song together. I didn't know that I couldn't remember the name of it's, it. It's 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 like pretty it's take care with a K, of course. Oh um, yeah. Okay. It's pretty good, but like it made me sad because I went back and re-listened to it and it was like they were obviously like cool at one point and then and then was it Thug wanted to come out with the Carter Five? Like, that's what he wanted to name his album, right? Yeah, he wanted to name his album in the midst of all yeah. these delays and everything that was happening. He wanted to name his album Carter 5. He ends up naming it Barter 6. Um, yeah. You know, kind of, I think it was probably for legal reasons is my guess. And then Wayne, yeah. Wayne and him have, have, have had beef over the years. One of, someone in Thug's crew is, is in jail for shooting at Wayne's. Right. Right, and apparently Birdman was one of the people that put out the hit. Yeah, I remember that because that was that was when like Rich Gang was was becoming Do a thing. Do we know that though? Yep. Uh, no, that was the I just heard. There's about a leaked phone call. Where that he was says, the, that was the allegation that they that they like shot up Wayne's tour bus and it was Birdman texting Thug to do it. Yeah, but, like that was that's that's all uh, alleged, yeah. of course. Okay, okay. so. No, 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 no. What Patrick is saying, I think, is right. It it leaked today. Yeah, it's right? crazy. He's just he says something along the lines Wait. of like, oh, you know, it's time it's time to like earn your money. It's time to get your money. And like, part what of me was my bullshit is that. That's the thing. It's like it's yeah. so crazy because like, on on the one hand, like really, I can if there's anything that Birdman's career is defined by, 
it's like ruthlessly exploiting people and not paying people like, forever. And like, yeah, the only reason we're talking about he's him the worst is because he attached himself to Wayne when Wayne had like maybe the best three or four year run like we've ever seen in rap. Yeah, dude. And like, like I mean, yeah, rap. He, what, dude, like, he's he's rap. Yeah, that's yeah. a great album. He's rap. He's rap game Jeff oh. Bezos. Absolutely, he's just, he exploiting, <laughs> just exploiting people all left and right. But yeah, so um, so back to to Carter Five. Were there any songs on here? I know we we've kind of just been talking about you know what we liked about the album, what we love, what we just you know kind of our Wayne fandom and think and his influence and things of that nature. But is there anything on here like that you guys didn't really like? Because like I know that there were some songs on here that I wish could have just been left off. And it's like, I understand that like everyone's making long albums now and it's probably a little bit of, of, of label pressure and all, all of that stuff. And for streaming purposes. He is, he and that is that. his label now though. I mean, right. Like he is young money. He's like president. Yeah. But every, yeah. even like people who have their own creative control just want to put up the numbers. Like this is the fourth highest streaming album of all time in its first week. Um, and like, I think Drake's was first, like people want to put up numbers and the more songs you have on your album, the more likely people are going to be able to stream those songs. And then you're going to boost your numbers and get sales. Even though Wayne, like you said, has nothing to prove the guy sold like 1.2 million in his first week. That's crazy. Those uh, numbers are crazy. Beyonce doesn't do that nowadays. Like think about that. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, mean, he put up this, this, this album put up 500,000. He sold a million um, when like, it felt like that was not really going to happen that much anymore. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. early to... I mean, people don't buy like, albums. Right? So. Like, so, so, I mean, well, graduation sold 957,000. So I will admit that. But that was because of, like, a marketing push where, like, him and 50 were competing. And clearly, that was meant so both of yep. them would get a lot of sales. However, Wayne wasn't really doing that, right? So you have early 2000s, right? Uh, Eminem for obvious reasons sold 1.7 million. I think it was the first week, right? So then you get uh, for obvious reasons, he's white. <laughs> 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 I mean, not that 2001 Eminem wasn't making, or two, 2000 rather, 2000 Eminem wasn't making uh, sublim- uh, uh, sublime music. He really was actually, but I mean, sure. so was a lot of other rappers, right? So was Scarface, so was uh, Jay Z. They never sold a million, so. Oh, by the way, Jason brought up Scarface. I just want to say that someone said that Scarface is overrated last night because everyone keeps talking about him. And one of Jason's tweets was that he said, nothing is overrated. We should stop using that term. And I was like, one person said that Scarface is overrated and Jason wants to abolish the term <laughs> honestly, overrated. Bingo. Honestly, I, call Marion. Call Marion Webster right now. Bingo, if you're listening, I want to fight you. I legitimately like. I knew <laughs> knew Jason would challenge at least one person to fight. I <laughs> was it, wait, hold on. Was it Harold? Yeah, that it was, him, Bingo was Scarface Bingo overrated. Was like Scarface has a great uh, career, but like we're he's in danger of being called overrated. Bingo, I want to fight you. I kid you not. Like legitimately, <laughs> like legitimately, like I was looking up like <laughs> flights to wherever you're at. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not gonna be like that, but like legitimately, like. I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, um, that's my man. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I did, I did, I did do that. I did say, and if nothing is overrated anymore, I'm just so upset. <laughs> I'm just so like big, uh, uh, just Scarface a little bit, man. I'm serious about my Scarface, but um, <laughs> not the movie, everybody. Not the movie. That movie's whack. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, Eminem goes, it goes Eminem, right? And then he did uh, the Eminem show again. And then he started really talking about sales because, well, because of two things. Because Jay on Takeover said, I sold what whole I'm sold in my first week. And then 50 started really talking about sales, right? So he sold a million with, um, uh, with the massacre, right? And then, is, is that it? Is that only the guys who sold a million in two thousands? Or am I missing someone? Uh, I believe Outcast might right, have for uh, on right, Love yeah, for speaker box, yeah, yeah, speaker box, yeah, yeah, for speaker box, yeah. Yeah. I, I conveniently I've forgotten about that because I don't like Love Below. But um, you have that, and it looked like there was a gap, right? It looked like maybe it's because M retired, but it looked like there was a gap of who was going to really sell the million like no one was just trying to re- no one was really gonna do that anymore and Wayne did it well I mean even it was like oh my god you know but even beyond even beyond that like I mean J- Lil Wayne has the most 133 uh, as of earlier this year 133 tracks on uh the the hot 100 like I mean he literally has <laughs> he has the most he he broke a tie with Drake, and then Drake probably took it back with his last album. I'm imagining that it's probably going to go back and forth between him and Drake. But I remember at one point he had more hits than like it was like the most since yeah Elvis, he broke Elvis's record was, for most most yeah. overall top 100 hits, including the features. Yeah. Of course, it's not just Wayne yeah, songs, yeah. but like that's crazy. Right, right. That's absolutely he bonkers. broke. Uh, yeah, and it, yeah. It goes what number number. Wayne would have that um, uh, a record, right? As out of any rapper, right? No, I would. The only reason I say that is because I don't remember a song that a hit song in 2007 to 2010 that didn't feature Lil Wayne or a remix that didn't feature Lil Wayne. Dude, he had a song with Kevin Rudolph. Yeah, that and was it became like, a fucking hit. That was a hit. Let it rock. Car- dude. I remember like- the Carrie Hilson track too. The Carrie Hilson track. He was on the bro. He had yes. every he song. Destiny's, he was he on was everything, on man. Child. The Destiny's Child verse got him mileage. Like that's crazy. He did a one for one. And with, I like, th- Destiny's fucking. That song was great too. That he, I assume you're talking about Soldier, yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah. 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 And I Ti think on that, there too. Yeah, Ti. Yeah. Yeah. And I think oh, that Ti was good, man. Oh man. I think that Lil Wayne benefited from. The fact that he had this, I know that like the album being delayed, obviously everyone was disappointed and da da da. And you want to, you know, you wanted to put the album out, you wanted to see him win, you know, finally he gets rid of Birdman and he's able to release this album. But at the same time, like, I think he might have benefited from being out of the spotlight for a little bit, just because I think, like we said before, like, you're getting a little bit more, like, of a fresh sound. He sounds a little bit more energetic. He had his time to really work with us, even though at his peak, he was releasing music at an insane rate, and it was probably the best of his career. This was one case where he tended to benefit from it. I think that there were a few songs on here that I didn't like just because of the how generic they were. Um, and that was Can't Be Broken. Um, I thought it sounded super yep. generic. I thought that, the, obviously, I said Mona Lisa was disappointing. That wasn't generic, but um, I thought that what about me was okay. It was kind of this Drake singy song. It's a Drake song. Yeah, I mean, it sounded like a Drake song that that someone and then they put the other guy on there. It's he sounded like a Migos wannabe. That was definitely like the low him. point of the album for me. Like whoever Sosa Man is, I don't feel the need to hear from him again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I I, didn't, I did not I did not expect that coming because the features yeah. on here for the most part were pretty solid. Other like I thought Travis Scott was pretty decent. Even I did. The track. Uh, <laughs> of course you didn't. 
I mean, he, he, he doesn't blow me away with his rapping, but I thought it was solid. Like, he, it, was, it was fine. Uh, I so, didn't think it was as actively bad as the, the parts of the Kendrick verse. Can we, can, can we talk about the Travis Scott feature? Because I had a lot of thoughts on, like, that, that tweet he sent in 2014. He obviously wrote it four years ago. And, like, I don't, like, I love Travis Scott, but I don't think he's progressed any. That's a totally different thing. But like he, it sounds like it could have come out on Astroworld. I like, agree. I actually, rhymes yeah. and everything. See, yeah, I, I agree. Actually, I thought it did kind of. It's standard, like standard. I actually standard. disagree. It was I fine. think he's progressed actually, but maybe I oh. think that he's progressed in terms of his overall projects, not in terms of his cadence. Do you mean like his cadence or his rapping? Or his rap? Yeah, do you, I, yeah. Do you mean I mean, his, to like, me, it, you mean his overall yeah. vocal ability. Okay, yeah, okay, that's what okay. that's what I was talking it's, about. It, it sounded like not, it, it, it has not getting better. What he's learned is that he's learned to make his albums an event or like a party or something to have like right. a lot of collabs and have a lot of things going on and and an idea to like make his lack of vocal ability uh, not really matter because it has so much things going on. And s- but I think what Chris is trying to say is the fact that like you could have told me this was from 2014. You could have told me this was from. Is someone doing cocaine? <laughs> that literally sounded me. like something doing cocaine. Nah, somebody, um, just went into the, somebody just went into the second joint. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're I'm good. This, All right, so, I'm doing this podcast once again in, in the crapper. In, in the bathroom? Oh, okay, got you. Just like All you right. did for Eminem, I'm, uh, I'm at school, so unfortunately, I still take classes. <laughs> Little, little, little personal side note: I still take classes, so which means that if I have to do a podcast and I got stuff to do, I got to do with Hunter. Or I got to do the podcast in the bathroom. So. Yeah, we respect. Yeah, that's the hustle. that's dedication. 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 Seven. I was just yes, about to say that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So. Okay, I, I have one more thought on Let It Fly, and I was I was kind of disappointed by it because it sounded like a Carter Four or like. That thing where you let the the dude that's hot like he raps the hook, he has like the first like verse and a half it feels like, and then Wayne is just like three minutes into the song. Yeah, this is a Wayne album, and like dedicated and uproar are like so Wayne, and then it's like he's like letting 2014 Travis Scott take take the stage for two and a half minutes. Right. So yeah. No, I Wayne. thought that was weird, and also the thing, and the thing about the Travis thing is that it. At one point, when I first listened through, I kind of just had the album on in the background. And then later, I didn't even realize Travis had a verse. I just thought it was a chorus <laughs> because the, he's just so one note the whole time. Like, he sounds yeah, yeah. he sounds identical on the chorus that he does on 3. I thought that was weird. He lets other people kind of take over the songs, make it kind of sound. To me, that sounded like it, more like a Travis song than like a Wayne song. Right. So, right. yeah, I thought that was a weird choice. I thought that sometimes the features really worked on here. And I thought, actually, I was just, I, I don't know why I'm saying this. I thought most of the features weren't good. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought that, like I said about his, like, Nicki Minaj was, actually, Nicki, her singing was good. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I, was, I don't, her yeah. Her was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Her singing, yeah, yeah I was, I was surprised surprised that. well I was, in that song, but it does nothing for me. It's just extremely exactly, unmemorable. Yeah. It doesn't bang, yeah, but no. it's both, yeah. they're both impressive. No. They're both impressive. You could have you yeah, cut, like, like tracks nice. five through nice. tracks 11, personally, and uh, then yeah. you would have, like, We'd have an album that's like instead of a, this, you know, six or seven range, you'd have an album that's in like eight or nine. I totally agree. I, I think that that was a weird little part of the album. That that middle part of the album it wouldn't was be a very Wayne album without it being edited that well, though. You know that. 
That's true. That's yeah. a good point. It is kind of a signature. Yeah, especially the Carter series. Yeah. Car- the Carter series is defined yeah. by like just excess. Like, by like excess. A length. little yeah. and sometimes yeah, it works, a little bit of bloat. Yeah. So I think the overall consensus here is that we're all really happy that Lil Wayne is back, sounding fun, kind of returning to form a little bit. Definitely his best album in quite some time. Um, I want to get, you know, what your guys' favorite song was. What I changed my favorite song about halfway through. Demons is definitely my favorite song. That shit was great. It, it, I changed my opinion. Earlier, it was the one with Snoop Dogg just because I love the beat flips and I thought it was really good. But I, I think Demon was incredible. Uh, my least favorite song, as I said before, was Famous. Um I just thought it's super generic hook. Um, and then out of 10, I'm going to give the album a seven. I think it's solid. I think like exactly what Patrick said, you cut out those five. I, it would probably be like an eight or an 8.5 to me. If you if cut out those middle parts. Tracks, ooh, man, okay. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. Uh, I was kind of going back and forth, but I thought the second half was, would carried the rest of the album. Definitely. So I think that it, it was good enough to give it that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Patrick, what did you think? What was your favorite track? What was your least favorite? What would you give it up to? My favorite track has been varying. It definitely started off with the Snoop song and with, uh, Uproar. But right now what I'm listening to is the last song, like let it all work out. It it just ends on such like a emotional note, but a triumphant note. I mean, hearing Wayne talk in very frank terms about attempting suicide as a young person, I think is a good, thing to talk about at this point obviously the mental health crisis is uh just raging in this country and it's extremely inspiring to hear somebody who's been successful beyond any measure to talk about like the lowest point in his life um i would give it a solid yeah solid seven i i think in the in the modern age of like being a rap fan like a lot of our time is defined by waiting for the albums we didn't get or not getting we didn't get detox we're waiting on JLX Act Two. We're waiting on Thugs. Uh, no, no J- You'll be waiting no until JLX you die. Jokes. No JLX jokes. JLX one of the best ever, and I'm not here for the funny ha ha ha. I mean, I, I mean, I saw that gump ball. I like, asked him, "Yo, are we getting that album, brother?" Uh, we, we didn't get. We're, we're probably not getting Thugs High Dunes, but we got Carter Five, and it feels like uh, just like a victory, you know? Like, and it doesn't. I wasn't expecting a classic album. And I was hoping for a good album, and I got a good album, I, I and I'm thought, happy. With I it. never thought we'd get it. I, 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 I never thought we'd get it. Yeah, me neither. So, I mean, uh, it's good. It's, it's a good thing. It's, a, it's undoubtedly a good thing. And fuck Birdman. Agree. Type Birdman podcast. Everybody knows that. Don't come up here with trying to like, you know, give Birdman some props or anything. Fuck that dude. I think he. I don't even I don't even know how yeah, you can he, he, like he doesn't pay people yeah, like yeah exactly I mean we 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 don't well, look if you're gonna be a capitalist at least pay your hey, pay your pay, people the hey, fair man, share pay niggas like that. <laughs> everybody wants to get paid bro <laughs> well I guess that's kind of the antithesis of capitalism is paying people their fair share but anyway um, <laughs> Chris uh, what did you think <laughs> what was your favorite track your least favorite track and uh, what would you give it a ten. Well, like, like all y'all said, like the second half, like I, all of my notes, I'm like, why is this buried down here? Why is this down here? Like, the, if you have an hour and 40 minute album, like Perfect Strangers used to let it all work out. I'm like, I wish I would have heard this an hour ago. But Same. I, I, I still have to go back. Like my favorite song, like it might not be the best song in this album, but like Dedicate just makes me so happy that it's like 
it's it's Wayne. It's the first time I heard Wayne rapping free and easy on this, and it's like I love Two Chains too. Um, Chris, so you know that song you know just did like, it before, right? On the Carter Three Week. Wait, what? Yeah, um, that's what Dedicate reminds me of. Yeah, yeah, and like so, Dedicate like when it, it, you know when you like first hear a song on a new album that you're obviously anticipating, and it's just like I was like, yes. This is like this is the Wayne I wanted, and this is the Wayne I got. It was like going back to what Patrick said about like we got it and it's good, and that was the first time that I was like we got it and it's good, and like thank God. I know we have twenty four yeah. songs, but at least I have this song, so like that like <laughs> holds holds the top place in my heart. I think I think like my worst song is basically either can't be broken or famous. Like it's nice that he put his daughter on it, but those are like some two thousand nine ass. Like radio hooks yes. that I just like do not want. Exactly. Um, I think I, I would give it like a seven and a half. Um, I, I I would I would trim it down to like twelve, thirteen songs, and this would be flames. And that's what we're gonna do. We're all just gonna have our own versions of it. No, but yep. um, also before Jason gives his seven point five out of ten was the fan rating as well. Ten people okay. voted it a ten out of ten. So I think some uh, some people at Young Money got their hands on the ratings. <laughs> Wayne stands. Don't get me wrong. Little twist. Yeah. Little twist. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got it. I was surprised. Got it. Got it. Wasn't on here. Called me. All right. So Jason, what was uh, your favorite track on do, here? Favorite track. I probably do dope niggas. I mean, uh, it made me want. It made me want Snoop on Explosive. Explosive is one of the greatest rap songs ever, so it's by the way it is. But I wish Snoop was kind of on Explosive. Like, he needs to do an Explosive remix. Um, yeah, but, for real. That was dope. Yeah. Uh, great. Just really good track, man. Really fun track. Wayne's flowing it. It's great. When that sample comes in, he kind of switches it up. Like, like stop on a dime to switch it. And it's, it's really, it's, it's the type of way that we grew up listening to. And, 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 it's, and it's great. It's, he's... Oh, he's lacked musical range the past couple of years. That's, I think, the most important part, right? Obviously, the lyrics have been a little lazy this decade, but mostly he lacks the musical range he used to have, right? Like, he used to full on beats like Mo, Mo Fire, um, yeah, uh, let, it, let the Beat Build. Um, but uh, I felt he, he brought that back on this. And uh, I would say, so that's my favorite track. I say my least favorite track. Uh, um. <laughs> Jason does this every podcast that we review someone that he likes. <laughs> yeah, famous is. He doesn't want to say a song is bad. Good. Yeah, no, because famous isn't good. Uh, there's a yeah, famous isn't good. It's just not. Yeah. Yep. All right. I think that 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 was the general consensus of this pod. Wait, wait you never gave me oh, a score. Uh, seven. Seven out of ten. All right, seven, seven point five out of ten. I think that everyone's kind of had well, the no, same no, reaction no, no, to no, this. No, no, no. We're gonna switch. We're gonna switch least favorite. What about least least favorite? We're gonna switch least favorite. Yeah. Okay. The the Drake song with the with the, the Drake song with the with the fourth uh, brother from Migos. Um, they're not brothers. What kills me is there's a perfectly that. there's an excellent Drake song later on with Ness. Ness like sounds like a good Drake song. Yeah. Where's Drake? Where's Drake? By the way, I was so shocked that he didn't get the Drake feature. Yeah, it was really strange. I, I'm good. Uh, and I'm good. I and. <laughs> I mean, I know you're I mean, not a big Drake guy, but you would expect yeah, it. Yeah, I would expect They've, it. Yeah, I don't I think. Yeah. yeah I mean, Maybe this is Wayne being like, I don't need you, Drake, after it feels like Drake hasn't really featured him much on the last couple projects, right? If, am I thinking of that right? Yeah. Wayne hasn't well, had a feature I mean, on his Drake, last two albums. Drake has been promoting the album like fucking crazy. He called Wayne like Pro Game and uh, 
uh, Brody, uh, you know what I mean? And he, and he loves Wayne. I mean, he'll. I oh, yeah, for sure. But like. Where it's due with Drake and Wayne, man. Drake's really always been very grateful of Wayne, and it, it, it's, a, it's appreciative. Yeah. yeah, he was on one yeah, of the no, singles, he, right? Believe me, which didn't make it the album, but I think believe me, that song is yeah, that yeah. song is crazy. Yeah, that was I love great that song. When he was really in, in his prime. So, I, I funny enough, it didn't end up on the album four years later, which is probably none a good of the thing. singles. Thank you, Lil none Wayne. of the singles ended up yeah. on the album, which I can't remember that ever happening in rap before. Well, it was a so what happens when you make an album yeah. for five years. Yeah, exactly. It was a, it was definitely a unique situation. But uh, thank you guys so much for coming on here, um, and we will definitely have you on when Barter Seven <laughs> drops, uh, and we'll talk about that. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, later. Fun. Peace, guys. Peace out. See ya. See ya.